Hi there. My name is Victoria Dio and I am the founder of the Manifestation Kitchen podcast where I open my cooking pots so that inspirational geniuses who heal the world with food, words, touch and movement can add their ingredients for our culinary pleasure of the soul. Now today I am interviewing the incredible and the legendary Brian Bradley. Not only is Brian the vice president of the Egoscu company, but he's also the right hand person for Tony when it comes to movement. So if you're part of the Tony Robbins world, you know who I'm talking about. Not only that, but Brian also believes that everybody in this world deserves a pain-free life by making sure that they can move their bodies way beyond what their minds could ever think. So why don't we get the pot cooking and see what Brian's got to tell us. Hello everybody, I am here with the incredible, as I've already said, Brian Bradley. Brian, welcome. Well, I don't know if I'd start that off with incredible. I, you You're a legend. With, they might have a migraine by the time I'm done. They probably will. They probably will. But, you know, anybody that knows you knows that you are, you know, great with words and I've seen people queue up to speak to you. So let's go. So I remember meeting you well, I remember seeing you four years ago, UPW, London. And then we met a year ago in Tenerife when we were allowed to travel and just <coughs> developed a friendship since then. And I just thought with the Manifestation Kitchen podcast really focusing on people who heal the world, you're one of those people that I truly believe do. So... I know you work for Egoscu, not just work, you're the vice president, you're the lead, you're the front man of people that make us, I know your head's getting bigger here, right? <laughs> your head's getting bigger. <laughs> like, let, me, let me pull a Joseph McClendon. Stop. 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 Well, you know I'm not this nice to you normally, so just embrace it, right? It's so true. For those of you, for those of you uh, this is not the real her when she's around me, so. So, yeah, I mean, you are the front person. You help us go get through 17-hour days with Tony and other companies. I know you work for the NFL. Sometimes you can help them out. I know you work for radio stations. You do so much. So I just want to know what got you to be the movement nerd, as you call yourself. Well, you know, from the social media handle that I had before I went to the Brian Bradley, which I'll, you guys will realize that I'm not that narcissistic. I actually wanted it to be Brian Bradley, but that was owned by a hockey player for the Tampa Bay lightning and he wouldn't sell it to me. So I had to put the in front of it. So that's the only reason why that's there. But I will tell you the movement nerd was an idea just to say, I like creating the persona because I didn't want it to be about me. Right. Um, having mirrored and watched Peter Goscue, for so many years, for the last 30 years, it was never about him when he right. started this method. Um, it was about helping people. It was the what if we could do something about it. It was not if you're going to do your exercises, it was when. Now, he had that mindset because he's a United States Marine, uh, been through Vietnam, had the injuries, and back in 1971 finally said, 
I have something to do with my recovery. Right. So it's almost like an addict going through alcohol or drug abuse, NAAA stuff, and then finally realizing I have to do this. Right. You know, so it was that aha moment back in 1971 that he built this amazing method with zero medical, which allowed him to come in with no blinders on and see the human body for what it was really worth, which is what if we could do something about that? So I know we're going to be talking about scoliosis and jaw pain and rotator cuffs and hips and degenerative knees and digestive issues and um, attitudes. Like, why can't you change your attitude toward yeah. a situation? And you can't do that if the foundation of the pyramid is off. Mental, emotional can only react if the foundation is set. So I think that's why it manifests. Like, you know, hey, Brian did this, Brian did this, Brian did this. People stand in the queue to talk to Brian, blah, 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 blah. Now, I could take that personally yeah. and be like, good job. <laughs> but I promise you I was guided or given the opportunity to mm -hmm. learn the Agoscu method. And it's not about me. No. I was given an opportunity and luckily I was smart enough to, or dumb enough to see it, you know, dumb enough to go, I don't have to go back to university and get more training to boost my ego and never really get people out of pain on Twitter. I have some very interesting discussions going on with some physical therapists mm -hmm. and I'm a huge fan of PTs. I've always said this from stage. If you find the right PT and he or she is an artist at what they do, you better keep them around you and your family. Right, right. Because some of them just suck. That can be said for my therapists in our company. The ones that suck are gone. <laughs> I took 23 people to date with Destiny 20 years ago. Yeah. 20 of them left after day one. Wow. Not one of those 20 is still with our company. It just tells you where the mindset is. The other three that stayed, including myself, were all with the company still. Because you have to make this bigger than you. Yes. So during COVID, somebody asked me, what are you guys going to do during COVID? We had made our own internal shifts and made some leadership changes. And I stepped into a position that I call cultural CEO. The metrics, KPIs, business building, I'll give that to somebody who actually gives a shit about it. But you can't have that growth long-term if your culture is on the mend or your culture is seriously broken or there's underlying conditions. Just like you're going to be infected with COVID, like my friend just told me, but he's so functional that I don't believe the symptoms are going to be as bad as what they could be compared to somebody who's in a, a rotated upper back, bad emotional state, anxiety about the disease, you know, that kind of stuff. Then they're going to get hit harder with it. Sure, sure, sure. So when you make these changes, the one thing I did, and you said, you asked me what made it so successful, what makes you good at what you do? A, I was given the opportunity to see the light as it relates to what made sense to me, the, the very organic healing nature of the human body when given the right chance, but university didn't provide us the right chance. It mm. provided us smarts, but it didn't give us hearts. It didn't give mm. us the, the instinct. I like that, yeah. And Agoski yeah. was all about instinct. Now we have some rules that we go by, but um, let me change them. We have some laws that we go by because laws aren't going to get changed. Rules can come and go. Mm -hmm. The laws are the blueprint behind me and all this stuff. But the one thing I adopted during COVID was 
I'm going to say yes to everything. Yeah. Same and then figure out the minutia later. Like, yeah, but what about how do we, how do we lead mm -hmm. capture? How mm -hmm. do we put him in the funnel and get him out of the bottom? We'll figure mm -hmm. that out. Yeah. But let's provide the information. Let's provide help. There are people right now who are psychologically and financially in some serious shit. Yeah. Podcasts like this, the message that you're putting out, Victoria, is something that is so needed, especially during lockdown tier four and tier five is coming in the UK. Yeah, it is. It is. What if we trained for the sport of tier four and tier five? Meaning we're locked down, but what mm. an opportunity for us to take care of ourselves. What yeah. an opportunity for us to get some real sleep. What an opportunity for us to take part in like a Tony Robbins seven day comeback challenge, stuff like that. When we never had time for ourselves before. True. Very true. So a little bit of self-love, you know, during this downtime, I, I prefer to spray a turd with perfume so it at least smells better. <laughs> Well, funny you should say, talk about self-love because I actually run a group on Facebook and I've just finished with the group there doing a seven-day self-love challenge. And um, it's so important, especially in this time, you talk about people getting anxious about the disease. People are so worried. People don't know whether they're going to have a job after this. People don't know if they're ever going to work again. People are bored. People can't see their families. And you're right. The mindset around that is so important because you, you can only go two ways. You can go up or down and it's a, and it's a choice. Now, I see you, I see your essence with all the people that you help. And one of the reasons why I invited you on here is because I do believe that you are a healer. And it's so interesting that you say you were guided. But what got you into, into this line of work? What was it? Who's the guy behind Egoscued, Brian Bradley? You know, who is that guy? Because you're you're always in a good mood. You you literally absorb all our problems. Like we come to you with all sorts of problems. Some of them have nothing to do with our bodies. And you sit there and you smile and you patiently watch and speak to every single person. So I want to know what got you into this. I was just on the call right before this with a young man who has a stammering or stuttering issue his whole life. Yeah. Here's the language that he used. Two times, three times he said this, because I was dealt a hard life, I have rigorous discipline. That was said two times. I am disciplined to do blah, blah, blah. That was said five times. Oh, wow. I'm an overachiever. I'm in no debt. That was said twice. I'm a truck. I just bulldoze through whatever I need to. No, All of that language yes. went away when he said, but I don't want to go through walls anymore. I want to glide. I want to be light. I want to be moving like the wind. And when he was with all of that bullshit I said before, when he went into the new discovery of, I want to be like the wind, I want to glide, I want to do this. I swear to God, he could have been on TV talking with no stuttering. It was beautiful. Not that the other one wasn't beautiful. Right. I think I said to him, I'm really fucking good at what I do. 
I'm really good at what I do. I hear it from you guys all the time going, oh my gosh, Brian, thank you. You've helped me do this, blah, 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 blah. And I seriously start going like this. Keep talking. Oh, yeah. Keep telling me, yep. oh, go ahead. Yep, I'm playing the music to go along with it. Because what I want you to understand is I'm mirroring it back to you because you guys did the work. Quit yeah. thanking me. Yes, I was part of your journey, but I already got off on the idea that you're better. My significance already felt that. Yeah. At the same time, it's not all perfume and roses over here. There are some people who just never buy into this. I've had people at events come up to me and say, you're full of it. And to me, that's an opportunity for a conversation. Thank you so much for telling me that. Mm. That's the Bill Clinton statement at a Platinum Partner event when Tony asked him, what do you do about all the negative things that are said about you and your family? And Hillary Clinton had just lost the election to the orange guy. <laughs> yeah. And so it wasn't a happy time in the Clinton household. Right. And he said, it's easy. I don't take anything personally. I take it very seriously. And I assume you're right. So when somebody comes up to me and says, you're a dick, you did, I don't believe you, you this, you're this, you're this. I just go, I wonder if they're right. I wonder if I did something to feed that. Mm. So my clients, if they ever say that, like, I'm not getting better with the method. Okay. Let's talk about it. And then you come to find out by the end that they don't feel they're deserving of getting better. Mm. You know, 50% of my job is listening for the psychology. The other 50 is do these exercises. Yeah, that's your approach. <laughs> that's your approach. It's yeah, like because you've got to ask the tough questions. Yeah, yeah. So you still haven't told me why you got into this and how you got into this and stuff. And you're, I, I have a feeling that that you, you were, were you like one of these sort of like uh, goths with like makeup on or anything and stuff that you don't want us to know about? What did what was young Brian like? <laughs> His face. I'm gonna show you a picture. <laughs> Ready? Yeah. Stay tuned, guys. This is who Brian was when it was tied to, in my opinion, a negative significance. Okay. Look at oh that hair. Look at that. Look at that hair. I'm looking at the sideburn. So for those of you that are listening on audio, we're seeing a sideburn, Brian Bradley. Of a guy <laughs> who believed that bodybuilding was a way to meet more chicks, was a way to get people to want to be like you was well, a way to for someone to go wow i want to look like that guy oh, seriously wow. how what old were you there sorry to uh, 19 oh wow but at the same time i i have the i have the luxury now of watching mm -hmm. my kid at 19 <laughs> play college soccer and watching his own significance and being able to coach him because i was there Yes. And it's fun to watch it on the questions. You know, should I do this? I don't know. Why, why do you want to do it? Well, because mm -hmm. of this. What does that create? And you, right. you ask those irritating questions, you'll get to the bottom of why people really do things. So I found Igoscu because I went to exercise phys athletic training at the university level. Come to find out that you're not going to do much with those degrees to make the wealth that I wanted because I yes. needed to be wealthy because yeah. that'll complete me. 
<laughs> right? It's not going, it's not going to do anything if it's not tied to what Tony talks about, for example, which is, can you give back? Mm. You know, one of the funnest times for him is when he mentioned, you know, when he said, when I finally reached FU money, that's when it got really fun because now I can do what I want to share and affect other people. Like what he's done with uh, Operation Underground Railroad. Mm. Huge, huge. Oh, unbelievable what he's done with that. And, and to realize that there are people out there who are, who are seriously hunting for people like that. Yeah. You know, it, it's just a, it's a, it's a, it's a massive undertaking, but it's, you use a guy like that who's now used his position, he and Sage to, to help that kind of stuff and then get us in the group to be able to do that. Well, Peter Goscu did the same thing for me with chronic pain. Right. So when I get into these discussions with these physical therapists on Twitter and I have one of them literally say to me from the UK, by the way, yeah. I can't believe that you actually buy into this alignment bullshit. Okay. And he's in the physical therapy world, but he doesn't believe in, that this is possible. So it's no longer in his belief or literature. Now I could take it two ways. Could I take that personally and go, how dare you? That's, that's my business as alignment or B hmm, let me change my language with him knowing that's where he's coming from. And I'm going to excite him about the, the alignment stuff by asking better questions rather than fighting him and saying, I'm right. You're wrong. Mm -hmm. Cause you could be right, but not happy. <laughs> and he's still unhappy because I'm fighting him. So why not say, Hey, my answer back to him was this. You actually kiss your mother with that mouth, <laughs> which broke the cycle, moved his sure. state to, wait, I used bullshit and I fought Brian on that. Yeah. You're not going to get a fight out of me. What you're going to get is a, is a very nice discussion. And by the end, you're going to realize that we're not friends. So I'm going to tell you what you need to hear. Mm -hmm. Your friends will blow smoke up your butt your whole life. My job is to not be your friend and tell you what you need to hear. And by the end, we're going to be very friendly. You're not going to have a choice because you're not going to be able to argue the point that alignment is the foundation for everything from psychological to mental to emotional to all chronic pain. So when somebody mm -hmm. says to me, I have a rotator cuff injury or I have a TMJ issue or I have mm -hmm. digestive issues or my mm -hmm. hip hurts, it's degenerative. Hey, Brian, my knee hurts on the left side. It's osteoarthritis. My first question is, well, how old are you? Well, I'm 68. When you reach my age, your knees will hurt too. That's funny. How old's your other knee? <laughs> and that's the reaction we get off them. And it's the first time they've laughed about their osteoarthritis in 20 yeah. years. When you can break that state, then yes. you have them. Yes. And so what led me into this was my significance to be accepted and right allowed me to run into a guy who also had the need to be right. And eventually we're at a point now where it's, uh, it's no fun being right if you're the only one on that island. Right. It's lonely. So why not give people the understanding that their body is capable, organic, natural, just apply a little bit of stimulus and it'll pay off massively, massively, which is what you're picking up when you first met is, Wow. Okay. This guy's, this guy's infectious, not like COVID infectious, not negative, not like <laughs> HIV, but this guy's infectious, not the guy change that this story that he's telling and life that he's living is infectious. Yeah. 
but that goes into your that comes from your energy as well and it's so interesting because if anybody's listening to this podcast and is reading between the lines you know you you were chosen way before you even knew that this was for you there's there's no coincidence that you were there doing bodybuilding at 19 because your your um what's the word sorry can you hear me is there a, is there a, an echo perfect you're perfect okay so your story your journey your purpose you were being conditioned for this way before you even knew what egoski was and because of that you've been you've been able to lean in to someone else who had an equal significance as yourself and you did the thing that a lot of us resist doing which is surrendering because once you surrendered you were able to step into your purpose which is what you're living now and it, i mean i know i i say this and and what have you and i and i joke about it but it's incredible to watch it is incredible to see how many people that whole um what's the word that whole movement to say the right word has actually been able to transform because of peter because of yourself because of all the people that make this what it is people can move again people have had their lives back and it's just a one it, it's that whole two millimeter shift that tony talks about right it, it doesn't happen straight away it's that two millimeter shift and it doesn't happen once that's the key that people no. Let's say you read. <laughs> what have you got? Let's, let's say you read Man's Search for Meaning. Oh, love it. One yep. of Tony and uh, Sage's favorite books ever. Yeah. This was the first book I ever read. Ever? Ever. Okay. Now, let me clarify. <laughs> At 49, I learned how to read. Okay. Before that, I would read and memorize and take tests or try to read and go, wow, that's an interesting article. Like I never would have picked up a Harvard Business Review that says, are metrics undermining your business? I would have said, who gives a shit? But something about me changed at 49 when I started eating correctly, when I started appreciating fats in the morning, feeding my brain, getting me the right nutrition so that my reading ability, I went from reading 10 books in my life and not understanding a thing to an average of 22 books in a year, the last three years of my life. But this book, when you read it for the fourth time, why am I picking up new things the fourth time in? Am I just that dumb? No, not at all. You're in a different point in your life so your understanding of the message is going to be different. It's just that simple. So why not realize that when I watch relaxing movies like Braveheart, Taken One, The Accountant, The Equalizer, and for all the people that know those movies, there's nothing romantic or relaxing about them. But it's funny when you watch movies like that or you listen to music or you watch a movie like The, uh, the Wizard of Oz was on the other night. And I could not turn it off. Wow. But I'm a romantic. I watched the Polar Express right before it. So I was probably in a teary-eyed mood anyway. But the but if, I'm now looking at The Wizard of Oz way differently than I would have done as a 14-year-old kid, 10-year-old kid. 
30 year old male. Now that I'm in my fifties, I, I really appreciate, you know, who she was in the movie and then mm-hmm. watched how the witches work together. And, you know, just, you just pick up on things. Now I've seen it a hundred times, but I picked up a hundred times different reaction this year than I did before. Don't know why I don't care either. <laughs> I appreciate the art. So when yeah. I, when people, when people get affected by Igoscu, I was, I was forever changed 30 years ago, forever. I knew it the minute it took me about 90 days to really buy in because I was that hard headed. How could Pete Agoski with no medical background know more about the body than I do? Does he understand who he's talking to? What right. are you kidding? And he said, do you realize how weak you are physically? And I said, bro, I just bench pressed 315 pounds. I just squatted 465 pounds three times in a workout. He said, yeah, that's pretty awesome. No wonder your back's always hurting you and your lats are like this because they're doing the squatting for you. And it hit me. Mm. I was finding a way to push heavy weight, but the wrong way. So my athletes, which means that's everybody on this, not just my pro athletes, but everybody who's a mother, father, worker, but I don't care what it is. We're all athletes. Mm -hmm. Your walking is your sport. How about we walk correctly? You're picking up your kid and carrying them on your right hip while you're stirring spaghetti sauce. Mm -hmm. That's Mm -hmm. your sport. Um, Mm -hmm. you're bending over to pick up vegetables in your garden. That's your sport. COVID-19 is a sport. You better train for it because eventually you could get infected, but you've already been affected. Yeah. So don't go into it with underlying conditions physiologically, which the only way to get out of your psychological stress anxiety around that is to physiologically anchor that and hold it down. Amazing. Beautiful. So we're going to go into some questions because I really want to talk to you about how people can prepare for 2021. You know, I think that people could really do with your wisdom and that of Egoscu in general. But you said something which really, I think it was a message for me because as an African oracle, a healer through food, word and touch, I don't have any qualifications. And it's so interesting that that used to be one of my limiting beliefs that, oh God, I don't have any qualifications. How can people trust me? But what I did do was that I actually leaned into the whisper. I leaned leaned into where I was being led and people like yourself and so many other people in the Tony world have ex- either experienced the work or believed in me enough to actually go, you know what, we're going to get your message out there. And I think that's for other people as well who have got a gift, but don't think that they deserve to have that gift because there isn't a qualification attached to it. What would you say to that? I agreed. Look, I say yes to everything, right? Like that's going to be, you want to be on my podcast? Why not? Let's do it. And then I do some research to find out who they are. And I've already turned down probably 20 because I'm like, mm, you know, I'm not about building your business right away and giving you my mailing list and I, or, or just, uh, right. you know, it's just stupid shit. It's uh, I give enough by sharing the IP. But I think everybody would agree with me on here that 
and I'm not blowing smoke up your butt. So just understand that <laughs> if you need a, if you need a, a U.S. version of what that means in the U.K., let's hope it means the same thing. <laughs> let's hope it means the same thing. You have an infectious personality mm. in a positive way. You have a laugh, your accent, but your look is your mm. marketing. I'm not joking. Like I look at this kind of stuff and I'm going, I hope she realizes what's sitting in front of her in that mirror and what she manifests coming out of her mouth and your heart and everything else. That that's a given. But people at some point have to realize that why not listen to you? You know, you know the guy who wrote Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus, John Gray. Yes, yes. Okay. I think he's been married seven times or something. <laughs> he, he's definitely been married just once. <laughs> so why? Wouldn't he be the one that we listen to right. about what not to do in a marriage? Mm-hmm. If he's been divorced six or seven times, he probably has a list. Right. So when I look at this kind of stuff, my therapists go, wow, I'm, I just blew out my back. One of my main therapists here, Michael, he has a 23 millimeter lumbar herniation, which means the low back has a massive balloon coming out of it and hitting a nerve. And he calls me up one day, goes, dude, oh, Mason jumped on my back, blah, blah, blah. My, my back's out. I'm like, awesome. He's like, what do you mean awesome? I'm starting clapping. I'm like, yeah, buddy, here we go. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm dying over here. I'm probably gonna have to have surgery. I said, maybe you will. But imagine the opportunity of you understanding surgery from the inside out now, like your customer, mm-hmm. whereas you never understood it like that before. Now you, the massive herniated disc that you have is giving you the opportunity now to be such a better therapist, to get people out of the psychology that you're going through, which is I'm scared shitless. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm a back therapist and I have a back problem. Like this is a massive opportunity. Right. Tony Robbins has 71 companies and COVID-19 could have killed all of them. All of them. He didn't. The dude manifested and pivoted into an online virtual world that is going to change and is going to, and is doing and changing the world for the better and something we are totally needing. Isn't so, that formidable what he did with the first, was it comeback challenge? Where do you he see did. the next one? I know. Like it's where they are. And look, let's, let's be honest. It cut down on his travel schedule. Yeah. So it can only be, well, why did this happen? you know what the world provided it you needed a break but you know him he'll never take a break he's manifested the energy into somewhere else because he's such a giver and i that's why he and peter goscu introduced me to tony years ago because they have such a similar personality mm. because it's about giving it's about creating not wealth it's creating a wealth of knowledge it's creating a wealth of world of giving to create your wealth. You know, I, mean, I know a lot of billionaires. I work with a lot of them. Mm. I know miserable mofos that are out there <laughs> because money can't buy you, blah, blah, blah. It can make things a little easier. Sure. But if you give it away, if you give yeah. the knowledge, give the sharing, give the energy, give the, all that will create its own, you know, like your hair and mine are very similar. 
right? <laughs> you're, in, you're in COVID-19. How are you doing your hair? Somebody coming in to do it? I'm being resourceful. What do you mean? I'm being resourceful. I'm being resourceful. I have extensions put in. I have all sorts. It's, it's great. I know. I do. I, I agree <laughs> with you. Um, I had the opposite. I what went happened? to, I bought a pair of clippers and said, what an opportunity. I'm going back to cut my own hair. Huh. So I went to a half or a one over here and everybody's like, bro, what are you doing? You look like you joined. I'm like, no, it's European soccer. I'm going to, <laughs> you know, a new haircut, blah, blah, blah. But there is business up front while there's a party in the rear. That's what, that's the hairstyle you had back in February when I saw you in LA, you at uh, Tony's birthday party. Yeah, and you've managed to keep it. Well done. Yes, because to me, it's not about what you think about it, to be honest. It's right. about how I feel doing it. And it's so fun to hold the mirror and do this. And I'm saying to myself, don't screw it up. Don't <laughs> no. But it's funny because people are out there and they're realizing um, a lot of the things that we had going on prior to COVID, we just didn't need. And don't get me wrong, I will go back to a normal haircut with my barber, blah, 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 because not because I need him, because I want to support his business and get him back. You know, that that's my mindset of going to see and support small businesses and stuff. So mm. look, again, it, 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 my whole life is about, you know, giving. Um, but don't get me wrong. Nobody does anything just to give. Nothing. Oh, sure, of course. Nothing's, so we're all selfish human beings. What do I get out of it? is the question. Um, I know that answer. Uh, it feeds my significance in such a positive way that I don't need the accolades. I want you to understand that you did the work, you get the accolades. I was just there coaching and helping you through it. Yes, you wanna give me credit, thanks, but no thanks. Give yourself the credit, which leads into why aren't you giving yourself the credit in the first place? You give yourself credit for right. brushing and flossing your teeth, how about you do right. it with your body the same way, the same way you would do with food and everything else. So I hope that people listening to this will start asking better questions. Always lead into your medical stuff with why. Not why did this happen to me? It's happening for you. Um, why did I blow my knee out twice? Why did I tear the labrum in my hip? Why did I break my fibula and have a blood clot on my calf? Why did I fracture my transverse process? Why did I separate this shoulder? Why did I dislocate this shoulder? You know, all of that stuff to me led me into a better therapy uh, experience on my own stuff to be able to use it. And then I have a story to go with it. Some of my best therapists are the ones that have been effed up in pain. Now they can really understand what clients are going through. Beautiful. So that's a really nice segue into um, a few questions that I got. So I, because see, as soon as I knew that you were coming on, I reached out to people in my community and I said, look, I'm going to be interviewing this movement guru. And um, have you got any questions? So we've got the first one. And the first one is about sc scoliosis. And somebody said, is it true that it's meant to be painless? And, you know, she's tried millions of treatments. Nothing's worked. What would you suggest? Does this look painless? 
couch. Oh. That looks weird. Doesn't look painless. There are a lot of people with scoliosis with no pain, but there's a lot of people walking around with idiopathic scoliosis and functional mm. scoliosis. One mm. is kind of inherited in your genetics. Your body's going to have it. That's what they believe. Maybe like 2% of the population who have it. The other 98% are functional, meaning I blew out my knees, so my spine started curving as an adaptation. Oh, wow. This is the same guy who had a discovery when he yeah, thought yeah. his spine was permanent. This is a young girl who I show at the different Tony events. Let me find her. I'm always worried I'm going to pull up the wrong pictures. <laughs> I've got another question on, on my iPad, so I'm just looking through and I'm going, please don't pull up the wrong thing. Let's see. Oh, you're good. This is uh, this young girl here. This is two weeks apart where she at like 12 or 13 years old took the bull by the horns and said, scoliosis is a gift. I'm going to control this. I'm not going to allow this to break me down. Then for those of you that are in the medical field and you want to go, yeah, 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 but where's the x-ray stuff? I have an x-ray here from, and they're on the wrong side, but there's 2018 and 19. Look at the dates and look at the spine. Wow. So scoliosis to me is one of the funnest things that I get to work with because changing the belief system about scoliosis is number one from a death sentence to a massive opportunity for you to start taking care of yourself. Mm. And when they can get that shift that it's not happening to me, but rather happening for me, you get a 13, 14 year old girl who's taking care of her own body at that age compared to her other 13 or 14 year old girls that are letting their bodies just willy nilly go through whatever. By the time they're 25 or 30, the girl with scoliosis is so much more functional but she wouldn't have been without the gift of scoliosis 15 years earlier. Wow. And do we know what causes it? Do we know what causes scoliosis? You know, the medical world or have their own stuff, but we personally, Peter Goscu has his own belief system. And I absolutely agree with this. I've never had a father bring in the young kid with scoliosis to me. When I say never one in a hundred thousand. Okay. Okay. It's always brought in by the mother. Right. Mothers have a nine month head start on loving their child. Yes. Which is why nobody will love their child more than a mother. Like I love my kid. Yeah. But my wife is in love with my kid. Right. Like I'll knock the shit out of my kid, you know, just to get it, bounce his head off the table to make sure he's leading a good life. You know, dads have to do that once in a while. Metaphorically, I'm not condoning bouncing your head, your kid's <laughs> head off the table. But moms have this, you know, killer bear mother bear instinct. Um, everybody saw that video of the mountain lion who, when that dumb hiker up in Colorado or Utah was trying to pick up one of the cubs and the mother followed him for a mile and a half attacking him. If you haven't seen it, go look at it. It's amazing. Seen it. Seen it. Amazing. It's, it's, honestly, it's, it's harrowing, but it's honestly beautiful at what she was doing. She yeah. wasn't really attacking this guy. She was sending out a message. Well, the scoliosis mother is the same way. So I, I psychologically just, I go right to the kid and say, mom, just bear with me for one second. Please don't answer this question. Good. Yeah. That's a good approach. Well, I say to the 13 year old, how does it feel to be in middle school? And we already know middle school has its own stuff. If you're the awkward kid, you're going to get picked on whatever, but now how's it feel to be in the only one in a brace with scoliosis? So here come the tears. 
here comes the anger. Here comes the upset. Here comes this. Mom wants to jump in. And I said, just bear with me, bear with me, bear with me. Mother bear. By the time we're done with the conversation, the young girl says, I got this. And I said, well, now I need you to do me a favor. What's that? Would you calm your mother down finally, please? Because I'll guarantee you there are nights that she goes to bed crying her eyes out because she feels she's responsible for your scoliosis. And mom starts crying. And then you see the little girl consoling the mother. So think about another gift that scoliosis has brought. Who had, go back to being a teenage, teenage uh, parent, you're raising parent, you're raising your teenager and you kind of lost your teenager emotionally. Wow, they're just weird. I like them. No, I love them, but I don't like them. They're a pain in my butt right now sometimes. But with this scoliosis, it brought these young people closer to their parents. It's, I mean, it's an amazing dish. So, you know, there, there's massive opportunities there. And once you get the buy-in from the kid that she'll do the homework, mom can finally calm down and quit looking in the mirror saying, what did I do wrong? So from a, what do we think? Mm. I don't know. I mean, if you, if you have a child and they're that unexpected child, a lot of times I've heard them say, well, yeah, we, she was unexpected. I didn't really want her. I was in a bad place in my marriage. I almost had the AB orchin word, you know, all that kind of, you know, all those things because thoughts are cellular. So did your thoughts affect your cells? I don't know, but I can tell you my instincts are that I believe that. Mm. Um, there's no double blind study probably on it. And I don't really care to read one that's been manipulated by the people who sponsored it. Thank you. But I'd, I'd rather listen to the parents and see what their thoughts are on it. But so causes don't know, but, uh, Opportunity, massive. Yeah, beautiful. Okay, let's go for the next one. So someone else has said, you know, I've hurt my rotator cuff. That's the left shoulder. And no idea how it was done. Um, they've been to see a physio and they've been given some strength and mobility exercises. And there's a massive knot and muscle spasm. What could be the cause of that? The rotator cuff, you have one in your hip and your shoulder. And I just want you to think of the They're the small kind of like carpaccio looking muscle. So they're not like these big deltoid muscles where you're going, there's some meat right there. That's the global right. mover. Okay. But underneath that are the people who actually are holding it and stabilizing it. That's your rotator cuff. And there's four of them in your shoulder what they're dealing with most likely is like a supraspinatus tear. And I'm only using these big words. So you guys will be curious and go look them up, but who cares? We're look them up because we don't know what they mean. <laughs> exactly. So when they say, Oh, your supraspinatus, your subscapularis, blah, blah, blah. All these things are wrong. I beg to differ. The supraspinatus, which is where the majority of injuries are, is too small of a carpaccio looking slice, thinly beef kind of muscle compared to the big, ribeye that's over here yeah the ribeye is no longer doing the global movement because the shoulder has rounded forward so the trap tries to take over the rotator cuff tries to do its job but it's not getting assistance by the deltoid correctly because the joint's out of position right so it's overcompensating perfect it's adapted to what now we huh. go down the chain and possibly that left shoulder injury has something to do with what the right hip is going through. And now that person might say, 
That's funny. I sprained my ankle 10 years ago and my knee has never been the same, which then neurologically shuts the hip off to protect the knee and the ankle, which then manifests itself in some type of scoliosis adaptation up the spine, which led itself into the shoulder trying to right the mechanism, correct itself by doing this, which mm -hmm. led into the rotator cuff tear. The rotator cuff tear, again, opportunity to look at a global bigger picture. So you've got me moving. You've got me moving now. And as as you're speaking, I'm moving. I'm actually leaning into the fact that well, if that top bit isn't working, then something else has to compensate to make it move, which is not necessarily going to be comfortable, but it's going to be functional for a limited amount of time. Well, it might be uncomfortable. Look, it's a. Uh, you know, you guys are in the UK, so I can show you this. One of the greatest fighters of all time. Why did he lose this fight? Now, don't get me wrong. Khabib is a great ground force guy. I get it. He's an amazing ground force guy. Let's see. But why did Connor lose that fight? Ooh. Look at that shoulder position and upper back yeah. position. And he's to, Yeah, compared to Khabib, look at that versus that. Interesting. What if... They're basically pretty even on some of their different fighting styles, but one guy just got completely, he entered the ring with such an unfair advantage versus the other guy, Connor, walked in there against an unfair advantage because mm -hmm. they're both equally great fighters, but one didn't have the postural dysfunction. Beautiful. Which led him into the next fight. So I got him 12 days out of, out 12 days before the cowboy fight, which was his next fight. And if right. you go back and look at his posture in that fight, he's here, not stuck here. He could breathe and he wins the fight in 44 seconds. And he hit the guy four times with his shoulder, not even with his fist yet. The fight was over before it started because now he walked in with such an unfair advantage. Love it. I was going to ask if you let him know that, but now he's a client. So... I could easily say this. Yeah, you could, but we're saying it for you, even though you don't want it. Connor should pat himself on the back. True. And, and his team, because they, yes, I delivered the message. Yes, mm -hmm. he got some clarity help in his brain too, in his heart. Mm. Prior to, he became a different fighter. He should pat himself on the shoulder which he'll have no problem doing. You, you've seen the guy in his commercials. Mm -hmm. He does that. But it's a funny way of manifesting his brand. But he really should sit down and say, I've done the work. And for all you haters out there, I'm okay <laughs> with your hate. It fuels me. Fine. It just means we're in a conversation. Mm. Amazing. 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 Well, if you had um, a message for those of us who are still finding our way around our bodies for 2021, what would it be? What would be that message? You better treat COVID-19 as a sport and start training for it. Okay. 2021 here. Uh, COVID is not gone. No. Let me change that. Feel this statement. COVID's never going to be gone. No, I understand that. Now, think of the 
holy cow, the anxiety. What if, what if, what if, what if? Um, train for it. That means physiologically and emotionally. Hmm. Um, one of the guys that hit me up about COVID-19 this morning, he said, well, I manifested it. I got the COVID. And I said, it's better than herpes. Yeah. And he chuckled back with his own stuff because I'm helping him. I, I hit him that quick with that a state change because you could be caught up in the anxiety of what if, what if, what if. Well, my job at that point is to say, because I travel, when I come home, I'm in a mask, I sleep in the guest room, you know, for 10 days just to make sure that I'm not bringing a gift of COVID home to anybody else. Mm. I do wear two masks on the plane and a shield. I wipe everything down and I don't really talk to my neighbor. I watch movies and I drink my own water, blah, blah, blah. I kind of always have done that. But it's out of respect for people around me. It's not a fear of what COVID's going to do to me. Right. Luke Wren, who's another guy from Robbins, um, uh, you know him. Uh, he was the man, he was the guy at, or was that Lauren? Who was in, who was in Tenerife? Uh, Lauren. Yeah, Lauren Slocum. Um, yeah. Luke contracted COVID and he said, Brian, I just, I kept doing my Agoscu before it. I got it. I stopped all my training, but I, I still did my Agoscu and I walked right through it. Mm. Because from here to here, and I'm, I'm pointing to like your mid abdominal area, that part of your back, your mid back, if mm. that is not mobile physiologically and mobile emotionally, then where's my book on the chakras? If this area of the body does not move, this green and yellow, yeah. then there's no way that this is going to be able to do what it's doing. Very true. So you've got to get your body to move and mobilize your mid-back, which then allows your hip to kick in, which then allows your bilateral psoas to balance out and do its job. That's what Agoscu is all about. Wow. Balance out the pelvis, everything starts to manifest from there. But there are adaptations we have to attack around the body first to get mm -hmm. to that core mechanism, which is why when I put programs together for people, they're done for a certain amount of visits because mm -hmm. we're going to walk you through the process and eventually open up the gate and push you out to the world. Go. You have to the body itself. Yeah. Which That's is what you I, your I, I hear off these people asking questions. It's yes, you can pat yourselves on the back. Yes. You did the work. We just guided you. That's great. We helped answer your questions. We helped calm you down from the fear of scoliosis, degenerative knees, degenerative backs, digestive issues, all that stuff. But when I'm given the opportunity to look at your posture and evaluate you, it's not done from a place of judgment. It's done from a place of what if there was something different you could be doing to allow you to function at another level. And that's what we got to give you. I love it. So we're about to start wrapping up. And I want to know for 2021, what does life look like for Brian Bradley? Uh, the same as every other year. <laughs> Fucking amazing. <laughs> like what in particular? It's just that simple. I, I, I try to verbalize it now just to say, come on, we're going to bulldoze through. We're going to rock right into 2021. But I said that in 19 to 20. Yeah. Before COVID, I said that about 18 and 19, because it is a, 
it is a wall we're coming up to and going, I wonder what this is going to be like. Really? It's going to be the same as what this year was about if you allow it or you change your mindset. So we got to, we got to get our, like my therapists around the country that own our clinics and stuff and helping people out on zoom. If you're doing a zoom appointment with somebody from their house, yes, you've made it easier for them to do therapy with us, which that's where people can look at, you know, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook and get a hold of me about that. I'll answer your questions personally, and then we'll find out what's going to be the best thing for you. But I'm doing it out of a, a way to meet your needs to meet my needs. Yeah. I'm a selfish bastard. So I, wouldn't no, uh, be, I wouldn't be doing this if it didn't fulfill something in me. I'm sorry. Hmm. But it, it fulfills the giving back to people pays off in spades just to hear their stories and what they tell us about. I can't believe that I was that limited in my belief system. Um, yeah, you were. That's okay. Don't judge it. Kill the judgment going. That's the one thing I would tell you about 2021. The minute you lay anger toward it as a situation, you've judged it. And there's a reason why you're angry about it. I'm in pain. I'm angry. Versus what's my body trying to tell me? Yeah, this pain mm -hmm. sucks. It's time for me to clean up something. And I remember Brian and Victoria talking about this. I'm going to go back and watch that again. Find out what to do. That's why I implore your people listening to this. If you have questions and you don't ask me, you're bothering me. <laughs> so you've actually, have you already opened an Egoscue, um place in, uh, in the UK? I know you did a, a video. So we have, uh, I'm sorry. No, we don't have something like that, which I know people are looking for different business opportunities. I'd love to hear about yes. that. We have yes. so many clients over there that would, it would be amazing. Um, it just takes the right person to do it. I have posture alignment specialists who are certified as PAS through our Agoscu Institute. We do certify people in this kind of stuff and then help them build their own businesses. I have three or four that are in the UK doing that. I have four or five in Australia, but looking for the right person to pull the trigger on opening up a franchise and really being tied down to, uh, in a positive way, tied down to a belief system. I mean, it's, I can't have somebody open it up who's all over the place. Right. They got to focus and want to really manifest this brand onto the world. And it's, there's nothing better. I will tell you, it's the foundation for all of your medical treatments. If you're seeing physical therapists, chiropractors, PTs, osteopaths, whatever, if you did your Agoscu, when you do your Agoscu first, their jobs get easier. Mm, so mm, let's do them a favor. Yeah. So if anybody wants to hear about, this some more then they can contact you on instagram and you've got the um Egoscu method on instagram the brian bradley on instagram and on twitter and facebook and on facebook the Egoscu method is that right yeah so, so mine's, all, mine's all the same the brian bradley is on all three platforms hit me up questions whatever you have and then we have Egoscu method on instagram the Egoscu method on facebook right well, I just want to say thank you so much. Um, I know that everybody who's going to listen to this is going to take so much out of this. Guys, if you need to speak to Brian, he's already given you his links. So go on there and contact him. If you got any questions for me, then you can also follow me on the Manifestation Kitchen on Instagram. And I know that we'll be talking to you again.
So I agree with you. And I would, I would, I would also ask the people that are listening to this and they want to share it, share it outside the Tony world too. Yes. Because there are so many people that aren't blessed with what we've been blessed to understand about life. And something like this might be the catalyst where they're in pain that might open it up to, wow, you were right about this. You might be right about UPW. You might be right about listening, you know, use other tools to manifest them into a belief system that can really help them. Completely. And thanks for saying that because this is a knock on effect. The whole purpose of this is to heal one person at a time and it can't be done one person only when we're not an island. So I lean into you, you lean into me. We've got some other amazing speakers coming on that I can't wait for you guys to speak to see and sort of like listen to as well. So Brian, once again, thanks so much. Really appreciate your time. And guys, until next time, we'll see you soon. Take care. Thanks.